Greetings and welcome to the MTG Profits Podcast. You're joining us here on episode 47. We're happy to, to have you here. As always, we're here talking about Magic the Gathering with a specific emphasis on the financial aspect of it. But we're also going to focus on items in the news, product reviews, and of course, you know, what our buy and sell recommendations are. And for every episode, I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. Hey, everybody. And we're here to to bring you our wisdom. That's right. uh, (laughs) Prepare to be bestowed. (laughs) Yes. Enlightenment is at hand. (laughs) Oh, excellent. Excellent. Sit back and relax as we stuff your your mind with precious... We shall uh, fill your cranial cavities with juicy tidbits. Wisdom nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. As always, we want to... I'd point you guys to the website at mtgprofits.com. And uh, if you want to check this, check us out there, that's great. Also, uh, we're going to be running a, a giveaway for uh, uh, as the year, year end approaches. So feel free to join the contest. You can do that at mtgprofits at gmail.com. You could put sub- in the, the subject line, you could put contest and uh, we, Andy and I thought we were going to do something a little bit uh, maybe fun, or at least we thought it might be fun, but uh, I think we were thinking we we're going to sign some of our favorite cards and uh, mail them out to you and uh, with a little description of why they're uh, among our favorites. So uh, that's what you have in store. So feel free to sign up for that, uh, mtgprofits at gmail.com. Yeah, absolutely. Don't worry, they'll be good cards, and we'll probably give you some other little bonus stuff as well too. So absolutely, absolutely. That's uh, that's we want to hear from you. This is your chance to get free stuff for doing (laughs) zero work. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And as always, any comments or criticisms, please feel free to leave them there as well. So very good. I know uh, it's been a little bit of a of a, I guess sort of a. I would say slow-ish news week. Yeah. Nothing overly exciting. I think, uh, I mean, there seems to be a lot of kind of, I don't know what you want to call it, just industry events, I guess, going on. We've had um, uh, Comic-Con just wrapped up. Yeah, yeah, the SDCC. Yep, yep. Um, uh, There were some other tournaments that had wrapped up uh, the past weekend. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Uh, it's, it's not coming to mind. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. But I yeah, there's another tournament. So a lot of like kind of, kind of, uh, I don't know, industry type things. The Hasbro earnings was was. I think there was some more discussion on that. Absolutely, there was uh, making the the money. Yeah, making the bucks. They, uh, I think their their monopoly and magic division earned them a cool nine hundred million dollars last year. So uh, they're uh, firing on all cylinders, and uh, I guess they will continue to pump up at a, or pump out at a extremely frantic pace. So uh, no need to worry there if you're uh, looking to purchase magic products. Uh, Hasbro has them to sell to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you have money to burn or throw away, you got the stuff coming it's on the way absolutely. plenty of opportunities <laughs> absolutely you know it's funny because uh, the the products continue to sell relatively well and it's it's surprising that we're not being hit by more uh 
when I say we, I just mean like the magic in general isn't getting hit by more of the wallet fatigue. I mean, I've been feeling a little bit of the wallet fatigue myself. Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm I've slowed down on my purchasing of of sealed product, and um, I usually try to get a couple of boxes of each set, and I have uh, not done that. And uh, at least I think War of the Spark was the last box I bought, but I think I bought a singular box, and um, yeah. So I've well, it's been, like, uh, how, how could you possibly keep up with all this stuff? I mean, oh, we got War of the Spark. We got Modern Horizons. We've got Commander coming on the way. We've got, uh, you know, the next set is coming. There are already uh, some, uh, some sneak uh, previews have popped out. The, absolutely. Uh, the Eldraine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Throne of Eldraine. Uh, so already the hype train, it starts, it's it's out of the gates already for Eldraine. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, Apparently, Wizards is on track to release a product every month for the rest of this year. So they they are continuing their uh, 30 day launch cycle, and um, they are cashing in big time. So. Gosh, I just don't know how they can, you know, effectively manage this many products. I guess, and and how the consumers can really handle that much. You know. It, Effectively managing the product, I don't know if we could say they're they're doing. <laughs> well, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, to give you a sense of perspective, like the card quality is still an issue, even after all this time. You know, yeah. it's like we're still having issues with that. You know, and, and to give some of our listeners like a little a little history lesson, a little a little taste back in Magic history, back in um, fourth uh, way back in uh, fourth edition. There was uh, a whole uh, a whole bunch of cards that had been printed, and um, they were printed not to the typical quality standards of uh, Wizards of the Coast at the time. So uh, they they were had the, a few miscuts, and they had some issues with them. They weren't curling as as is today's problem, but um, they were a little bit off center, and uh, there were a couple of miscut cards because of the decentration. So you know what they ended up doing with those cards? They burned them all. So, oh my goodness! Instead of releasing them to the public, as is their habit now, they just burned them. So it was they didn't want to release an inferior product, so they essentially destroyed the product instead of letting it out into the wild. And okay. uh, imagine imagine that today. Like we see all these you know miscut cards and cards that have are, have the smeared ink on them and sure. the. the instantaneous curling of cards once they're out of the package you know no. just like even some of the packaging when they started to try to go to that eco-friendly cardboard packs in the mm-hmm. uh masters 2015 and stuff they they ended up the cards inside were getting beat up by the packaging like they were bouncing <laughs> around in there so the cards would be born damaged like they would wow. be packed, packed fresh and have uh white dings on the edges and stuff it's so nice. The olden day wizards, when they had an inferior product, would burn the product to prevent it from getting into the hands of players. But uh, now they just shove it out the door. Ship it! Ship it! <laughs> it's like, if it fits, it ships. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so it's, um, so I, I don't know if I would say they're uh, effectively managing their product, but um, I will say they do seem to be effectively marketing their product. I oh. think... Uh, they have, as we as we have bemoaned numerous times, they're moving, you know, away from the LGS model of promoting the game and into a more sort of media-heavy way of marketing the game. You yep. know, with the uh, 
with the arena and with the um, this new uh, Netflix show that's going to be coming out. And um, and to be honest, they're probably doing the right thing for the game and for money. You know, I, I don't know that it's the good, the best thing for the players. But I, I think they see the writing on the wall and the LGSs are going to die a slow, tortured death. So um, I think they're just moving on and finding other ways to get the cards in players' hands. So, you know, I can't blame them for that. I dislike that. But, um, you know, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, their marketing engine is, is ramping up. With, with absolutely it's very power potent. yeah it's uh the uh what's that engine that that engine that double proliferates the uh um, oh the paradox engine the, is the right. uh no it's like a i forget what it oh, is it's, it's some other oh, engine the, Pan- the, oh, the, the panamonicon is that you're thinking of no it's a what are the uh darn mirror ones that uh it it says proliferate then proliferate again it's something oh like, the contagion engine contagion engine that's yeah, what, yeah. yeah so yeah. there they are proliferating at a massive, massive rate. Absolutely. Double, double all product. <laughs> double all product release site. <laughs> double product pricing as well while we're at it. Yeah, yeah. $100 a booster box is never enough. They need to be $200 a booster box. More proliferate. Exactly. <laughs> and that carries us to our other news item that you had found for us about uh, different types of boosters. Did you want to go over yeah, that a little? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a, it's a big thing. And I mean, this is something I think that uh, I think uh, Mark Rosewater had uh, kind of previewed. And this came about also as announcements through uh, Comic-Con and, and uh, through that. But um, there was a, a kind of a new project that's coming out. And this involves the new October set. So Project Rape Your Wallet. <laughs> Project Rape Your Wallet is in full swing. <laughs> the raping will begin immediately. <laughs> and it will not stop. <laughs> Absolutely. There is no safe word here. Uh, it, it is over. So the next set is, is announced. It's going to be Throne of Eldraine. And this is going to be kind of a, a fairy tale type set, uh, kind of thinking around the lines of like Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, like, I guess we high fantasy is there. So, high uh, fantasies. Those are going to be knights and castles and you know other type of fairy tale elements. Uh, I mean, I guess all the magic sets. You know, we've we've seen Egyptian gods, we've seen Greek gods. Uh, we've seen a lot of stuff here so far. All kind of... yeah, they've 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 gone to that the the that well so many times. It's time to go back to their bread and butter, you know. Yeah. Well, we've seen all the kind of mythical fantasy monsters with the werewolves and vampires, and so uh, exactly, yeah, exactly. Back to this kind of well here. Yeah. Uh, so Throne of Eldraine coming out, but uh, the big big news about this is they're they're shifting some of the product design in this. So they're doing something new with the boosters, and they're going to basically what it comes down to is have different types of boosters with containing different type of product in those boosters. And, of course, at different price levels per um, Of course, of course. Because they're uh, certainly not going to be all the, the same. <laughs> this is, does not feel mercy when it comes to uh, ridding you of your money. <laughs> there is no boost, the, the, there's no mercy cruel, here. 
cruel foe. <laughs> exactly. What's the it's the the black card, uh no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think it's uh what is that? You sacrifice a creature, I think, for that one. Yeah, I think there's definitely a sack involved. Yeah, exactly. So yes, the the no mercy, um well, it's, it's actually pretty expensive too. Uh whenever a creature successfully deals damage to you, destroy it. So wizards will successfully destroy your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Repeatedly. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to have different boosters. I, I guess before we get into the boosters, maybe should we explain what the new things are and how they fit into the boosters? Or do we should we just go to the new yeah, boosters? Just go to what's in and then describe what's going to be, what are, how that's going to work. So the new types of cards. So we're going to have some new cards, so which is going to um, you know, kind of add to the specialness here. So we're going to have uh, borderless planeswalkers. So you'll have the planeswalkers, no borders, so it's going to take up the full card on that. Uh, the art goes all the way to the borders. We've kind of seen this a little bit before in those mythic editions. The mythic Timmy editions, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have that. We're going to be extended art frames. So that's where the the art on the card, it runs all the way from the edge of the card to the left and right side. So it just cuts all the way across. It's like a variant. Yeah, yeah very similar to kind of the, I guess, the the the, the borderless plane walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just more of extended art. There's going to be uh, showcase frames. And this is going to be... Uh, Basically, a, a different framing of the card. Um, so, example for for um, sort of Eldraine, you know, one of the examples that's been previewed, it, it almost looks like kind of an open book as part of the bottom half of the yeah. frame. That was my least favorite of the bunch. It was it looked yeah. super busy. I was like, "Ooh, this is too busy." Agreed. I I can see where they're going with the thematic element, but I don't know if that's really going to work as far as the the play element. Right, right. Uh, and then the, uh, there's, there's going to be also then the, the stylized version of that too, which will, will have a little bit more, uh, just embellishment, some more little design work around the, the, the new frame, uh, and that. Um, so that's what's going to be happening as far as new things. And there'll be foil versions of all of these as well. So, you know, that, that's always the case there. Uh, so then that translates then into some new booster product. So, which is, a, which is goes, a new experience for us as a general rule. That we have not seen this before. This is completely new. Although, we have seen, and I don't know if we ever really, uh, I don't know what, the, what the, the actual product information on this was, but we've talked about before how we have seen, like, what the are they called? Boosters. The theme yes, boosters. Yes, yes. Yep. Theme boosters. Yep. But those have been seems very selective as as far as availability. Availability and and really any information on those. But anyway, uh, so Throne of Eldraine is going to f- feature new types of boosters. So we're going to have the draft booster, which is which is the normal booster. The normal booster, the traditional one that we've, we've normally seen, uh, where it's going to have you know so many commons, so many uncommons, rare, uh, etc. Yeah, three uncommons, one rare or mythic, and then uh, uh, like 11 commons or whatever. Yeah. And what, your token card or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next up is the theme booster, which we just kind of mentioned. It's kind of shown up before. So this is going to be 
basically cards of the same theme or cards of basically the same color. So yeah, I you think want all black point, cards, all color. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like it's just a, a mon- I think they're just mono colors, right? I, I uh, believe so. That's what the uh, at least for this this upcoming stuff. Yeah. So you can get a theme deck that is just the black theme booster. So it will contain 35 cards, all black. Cards. And it's important to note, there's like 35 cards, but still only one rare or or mythic. They, yeah. they call it a, a 1.1, uh, I guess, uh, schedule, which means that there will be one in every pack, one either rare or mythic, and every 10 packs, there will be one additional rare or mythic. So one out of ten packs will have two rares in it, effectively. Yeah. So you're definitely, and I believe those are seven bucks a, bo- a booster pack. That really sounds cool. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to see where the prices was because I, I thought they were mentioned. But... I, I feel like seven is what I read somewhere. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, where was the pricing? Anyway, so we we've got the the theme packs. And then the last one, the the big daddy here, the collector booster, the Papa, the Papa wallet grabber, the the wallet grabber, <laughs> which is going to range for twenty to twenty five dollars a booster. Pack. And I would not be surprised if it's not the higher end. I think they say twenty to twenty five to try to soften the blow. That sounds I'm, terrible. <laughs> I bet you these are going to be uh, twenty four ninety nine. So probably. So this one is going to have. Uh, 15 cards and one foil token card, and that's going to comprise then one rare mythic with extended art, one foil rare mythic rare, nine foil commons and commons, three special frame cards, which may be the the borderless plane planeswalkers or showcase card, uh, one ancillary card and one foil token. So you're you're getting at you know you're getting a more special pack, you're getting more foils. Um, but you're paying $25. Absolutely. And I believe in Mark Rosewater's description of the product, he specifically mentioned that opening packs is typically a Herculean waste of resources, and they're only supposed to be opened for drafting. Yeah. So this allows in- investors and collectors, I believe is the term he used, to bypass that process altogether and go right to uh, good product. Yeah. So instead of making a better product, they're just going to charge us more for the better product. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of what it comes down to. So instead of fixing, so essentially they've they basically just come out and straight up say our booster packs blow, and they're only for draft. So if you want to buy cards that are cool, skip those by the expensive packs. Yeah. And, uh, otherwise, just continue feeding us money. You're saying, yeah, you're, you're saying then, like, basically they're admitting, yeah, our draft packs suck. Uh, exactly. We know that. You um, know, it's so funny because they always disavow the secondary market and say, oh, no, we don't pay any attention to the secondary market. And yet here they have a pack that is specifically catered towards the secondary market, effectively. It, it is exactly a product designed for that purpose. You know, and you're just like, well, I thought you didn't care about the secondary market, and then the only thing that mattered was the quality of the draft. You know, mm-hmm. so sort of a funny stance to take, but uh, it, it follows our theme, or our, or our, it follows our, our, uh, I guess, educated guess. You know, earlier in the year mm-hmm. that Magic product was going to tabletop Magic was going to start to become a more premium experience, 
Yep. And uh, we're, we continue to see that trend uh, thrive in this new environment. Yeah. So there's going to be also brawl decks. Uh, there's going to be four different brawl decks, 60 cards. I've seen uh, some kind of spoilers on that. There's been, I don't know if you've seen those, that uh, what some of the themes are going to be. They've already been kind of uh, oh, is that right? I haven't spoiled. Seen. Yeah. And people were not terribly thrilled with those. Uh because they were not, they were not exciting themes in general. I'm trying to remember what they were. They were older mechanics. I think one was like flashback. Uh, what were the other three? Mm, yeah, it was I want to say flashback, hellbent, um, and two others. I, I read the, I read that, but it wasn't that impressive. It wasn't that exciting, and, mo- and I guess the general consensus of that was that of those type of mechanics, there was not any premium cards of those types. Oh, I see. There was no, like, huge, big money, you know, Halbent card or whatever. Like... No no doubling season equivalent. Yeah, so... Kind of potential disappointment right there. Yeah. So Uh, what what do you think of these boosters, Ben? You know, I think it's just a a, a simple, straight-up money grub. And I feel that it's sort of the wrong way to go, in all honesty. I, I am more of the opinion that make a great product, people will buy it. Obviously, people are buying it. Yep. And, um, you know, there's no reason to shaft your customer base, you know. Give yeah. them the product that they want, you know, at, a, at what I would consider to be a more fair price. So I understand why they're doing it because they it costs them nothing more to do. It doesn't cost mm-hmm. them any more to print these cards, and um, they basically make twice as much money from them. So, you know, I I can't fault them for wanting to make money at, from a business standpoint. Yeah, that's their I job. Feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel that I feel that it it is probably going to hasten the wallet fatigue and. Really, I don't know how healthy that is for the game long term. I feel like these are short term fixes for. I don't know that they're even necessary. You know, I, yeah, I feel they're yeah. just they're short term maneuvers, I guess, not really fixes, aimed at, at just grubbing more money. At, yep. And um, I, I don't know how healthy that's going to be long term. And I don't even know how well these products are going to hold up because the demand for them is non organic. What I I mean by that is, you know, typically when you think of a card that's like in demand or has value, it's because the card is in demand and there's not that much of them or some such thing. You know, they're they're basically the the demand for them is that they're good and powerful and and playable and their supply may be low. So their demand is high and then you they they become worth something. So they have an intrinsic value based on their worth. And I feel that, like, with all these sort of shenanigans with the card frames and the foiling and the the, the edge-to-edge playing, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. edge-to-edge printing, I feel that they're they're trying to force value into the cards where mm-hmm. there may not be intrinsic demand for it. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't think that I, – I think that that specifically makes them non-investable products. So mm-hmm. – you know, long term, I don't see myself really interested in that. So I will, I do not intend to buy any of these booster packs. You know, um, I, I don't think I'm going to do that. So, and I, I, that may be the wrong choice because I do think that they will 
probably spike in the short term. But yeah. the problem that I see is long term, there will be nothing special about them because Wizards will constantly print special cards. And when yeah. you constantly print special cards, the special cards are no longer special. They're just, just like every other special card. So, you know, to a degree that makes me nervous about, you know, the Mythic Editions that we, I guess, that we already hold. Mm-hmm. And also the Ultimate Masters boxes that I already hold, like with their box topper. You know, I feel like all these, all these um, sort of extra special these releases, little gimmicks. Yeah. yeah, I feel that it's probably going to reduce the value of the box topper. So, yeah. you know, I'm sitting here scratching my head, wondering, is it time for me to sell the the um, Ultimate Masters boxes I'm sitting on? Not that I have a lot, but I have two of them. So, I mean, it's probably like, you know, I don't know, eight hundred dollars worth of product just in those two boxes. Sure. So, you know, then I start getting a little squeamish. I'm like, well, I don't want them to, you know, print special stuff every single set release that diminishes the value of those of those box toppers, thereby diminishing the value of the Ultimate Masters box. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what, the, you know, but then on the flip side, as has still been the case and seems to always be a perennial truism, is that once boxes go out of print, they slowly increase in value, period. Sure. Even shitty boxes, like the, uh, <laughs> like the um, Dragon's Maze boxes are creeping up even now, you know, wow. which, which were the ultimate of, of low-value boxes. The dumpster fire. The dumpster yeah. fire, absolutely. The garbage fire. <laughs> the garbage I, fire. I've actually been boxes. garbage fire in, in one of those reprint sets. It, it was <laughs> in one of those uh, Ravnica, recent Ravnicas, the garbage fire. And... Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember uh, I remember seeing those for thirty nine dollars a box. You know, that's how that's how that's how, how worthless they were. So, I, I think you you hit upon a good point there that uh, you know there all these little maneuvers with the, the different you know types of boosters and card frames. They it it does feel very inorganic that they're trying to yeah. press demand for this in these different little ways and. I think it comes down to what you said. I mean, ultimately, you just need to make a better product and people will buy it. Exactly. You know, make a booster that – I know it's 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 a tough call to, to answer that to, to have a booster that fits for everyone. But, you know, if you have a, a good mix of cards, if you have – you know, uh, maybe more foil ratios or better mythic ratios or whatever. Make something that... Or even just better mechanics. More better fun mechanics, game. mechanics, you know, better art, better quality cards. You know, all these types of things instead of, you know, oh, this is, a, this is the special booster and this is the extra special booster and this is the mythic booster. and Exactly. Uh, it, it just seems kind of too much and... Yeah, exactly. I, I'd be curious to see how these collector boosters do. I, I feel like it'd be a very limited audience on that. Um, you know, I think they will. I think they'll be smart about it. I think they will very limited release them. I think yeah. there will not be many of them, which will keep them high, especially yeah. the early ones. You know, so this first round probably will sell out. Well, obviously they'll sell out, and yeah. I think they will um, sell well. And they will probably increase in value relatively quickly, but uh, all the follow-on offerings for all the future sets, I think, will not uh, fare as well. Yeah, so, that, that would be my guess. So, I think people probably people are just going to continue to buy the old 15-card booster pack. 
I would say that's probably going to be the majority of people, you know? Yeah. Because imagine you could you could you could buy what five packs for the cost of one. Yeah. Five one one. five packs, so you've got five rares or you yeah. know. Myth, but I won't get the borderless or the uh, whatever other one it is. The uh, yeah. Ended art. You know, but I don't think most yeah. people are going to care. You know? <laughs> And again, that I feel that demand is artificial. I feel that this, you know, I don't know. I I think what they should what they should do, and they they, you know what it is. Wizard does something until they freaking ruin it. So kind of like those chase cards. What were those called? The lottery cards. Remember how they had we had lottery cards recently? You yeah. know, Amon Cat. And, oh, you talk uh, about the masterpieces. The, the masterpieces and the. Um, the mythic lands or whatever, like those, all those lottery cards they would have, you know, I, I feel like what they should probably do is put these full art planeswalkers in at a ratio that was similar to the original lottery cards, you yeah. know, that would make them special. That would make people buy more regular booster boxes yeah. and that would give the, make the demand more uh, real as opposed sure. to artificial. I think that would be the appropriate way to sprinkle in borderless cards that are special looking. Um, I, I think that's the way to do that, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, or even for the sake of argument, once in a booster box, you get a borderless card, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know what borderless card it's going to be, you know. Sure. It could be a Planeswalker or it could be a, an Uncommon. You know, I would say Uncommon or above, but... Um, I don't know that. That's how I would do it. One one per box, and yeah. but you don't know which booster pack it's in. You know what I mean? So I I, no. I feel that's probably the better way to do this. You know, but you know, that that would be the way I would do it if I yeah, so that would make sense. You know, I I think when I saw those kind of when they started moving this trend of like these full art cards, and everything it just initially made me think of. Um, Force of Will and their artwork and how they do some of the yeah, framing yeah. and things. I'm like, wow, that was cool to begin with and now you're just deciding to do this kind of thing you know they're just so slow to change you know and eventually they'll probably all look like that because the borderless cards are just so vastly superior looking Mm -hmm. and and i think that i do like that some of these competitive titles do force them to do some things differently so and i i think that's one of them you know so I think it's it's I like the borders. I like it better. It looks better. There's no reason to really have the border anymore, you know, other than legacy, you know, and yeah. I think they're going to be smart about rolling it out slowly at first. And then I think eventually all the cards will probably be like that. You know, I think it's just yep. a matter of time. Absolutely. Because so, it's cool. It's like there's more reading room. There's more. You know, I don't know. It's just better. It, it, it's absolutely. It's better. better. I mean, it's, yeah. it's easy, you know. It's just it's better, better to look at, yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and they always talk about how art like always draws people in. Like always, uh, when you read the stories on you know Magic on their website, it's like I remember looking across the table and seeing this art and wondering what the heck is this game? It's awesome! I must spend all my money on it instantly. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, they always tell the stories about how the art draws people in. And granted, yeah, the art's cool and all, but I really don't think that that. I don't. I don't know a single person who was drawn into the game simply for the art. It's really about the game. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, you might find the art interesting, statement. but yeah. yeah. You know, it's like you can have art that's crappy, like crazy bad. Like uh, what's that game? Ascension. You know. Oh God! The art is so 
so bad. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? People still play it. It's like, you know, it's it, it, the art's like off-putting, but no one really cares about the art that much. That's you know? true. That's true. No, I, no I will say. No one cares about it that much. You know, it's a nice bonus, but it's not really a make or break. You know. Yep. Having played Ascension not too too long ago. Oh really? I, I really agree with the same statement. It's it is more about playing the game than looking at the art because when That's I look at the true. art, it looks atrocious. It, <laughs> it, it really is. If for for those listeners who've never played Ascension, the it is a is a card game uh, where you kill monsters and and get points, but. Uh, it's a deck building game, yeah. But the the artwork, I, I don't even know how to describe the the the, the 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 kind of design of it. It 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 just or the style of it. It's, it's like just... giant turds all over, like <laughs> <laughs> with borders. <laughs> yeah, it's not you know it's not highly stylized. It it, it just has a real uh, ugly look to it. Very undetailed. Very just. Ah, unappealing in any it's, way. It's like an eighth grader drew it, and they—it's like they hired the same eighth grader, and they were not going to pay him any more than a hundred dollars for every single card total. So yeah, it's not—they're like, not, they were like yeah. how much art can we get for a hundred bucks? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's not—it's not funny. It's not serious. It's not uh, exciting. It's not really that fantasy. It looks like weird, like ugly machines and blobs and like, yeah, it's, really like it's really it's just terrible <laughs> yeah yeah i just i don't know how that but, one got through but you know people like i said I, I really get the impression that they they paid for like massive quantities of art that all sucked you know yeah you know when the game when they made the game originally i'm sure cost was an issue so absolutely yeah. i get that i mean it's yeah. not cheap to do these things yeah. especially if you're starting but like Man, I think you could have done better. They could have done better. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree with you. But um, but yeah. So yeah, but the, but I guess the, the what I mean by that is it's like well you know even though that art blows people still play the game yeah. because the art is not the end all be all. No. True. True. But um, so yeah. So that's uh, I guess that's all. I there think that was the biggest biggest yeah. news. Of, of the the recent uh, week here, I think you had a couple other things though that you. I, I had uh, some some sort of funny uh, a funny anecdote, and um, apparently this is a confirmed uh, a confirmed situation. So to review a little bit uh, for the listeners, we we had a when Wizards released uh, the Mythic Edition of War of the Spark via eBay's website, there was a problem where too many orders had been processed. More orders had been processed than were able to be fulfilled. So those those orders were canceled, mm-hmm. and uh, it generated a lot of ill will uh, by the community. And what Wizards did at first was like, well, screw you, and too bad. Yeah. And then eventually, I guess with enough prodding and, I guess, the threat of a lawsuit, they had um, acquiesced and decided to send all the players who had their orders canceled a, an uncut, I believe, an uncut foil sheet of mythic cards. Yep, that sounds right. So uh, you would put yourself on this list, and um, you know you would have your cards shipped to you. And uh, some of these have been coming in, and I don't know if this is where the the the, the sort of humorous aspect of this starts to kick in. But um, 
So a lot of the uh, a lot of the card cards or the foil sheets have been coming in with like heavy creases on them, and they've been coming in damaged and shipped inappropriately, which is unfortunate. You know, you open up your mm-hmm. roll and you're like, oh man, the whole corner is dinged up and and wet. You know, and oh, um, but to make it even worse is some people when they open their package looked inside, they didn't get a foil mystic sheet. They got toothbrushes. Literal literal toothbrushes. Wow. So so people would open their package expecting their foil mythic sheet, and they were getting toothbrushes. So apparently, whoever... WTH. Yeah, I I guess... WTF. Exactly. uh, I guess whoever was fulfilling the orders screwed up somehow and sent out lots of packages of toothbrushes instead of foil mythic sheets. So I feel bad for you if you're one of those people. <laughs> so, oh. And I can only imagine how hard it's probably going to be to get your problem remedied. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, imagine this. You open your foil thing and there's toothbrushes inside. Oh, God. <laughs> and now and now you probably have to try to prove somehow that you received these toothbrushes instead yeah. of your foil mythic sheet. They're probably going to make it like so hard for these poor chumps to to cash in on their uh, or to get their mythic sheet. But um in in classic wizard epic fail fashion, you know, that's uh that's how they roll, you know. And our wizard <laughs> blunder of the week. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like we we should probably add a segment blunder of the week, you know? Yeah. There seems to be no shortage of this kind of thing. How, how do you even... Uh, gosh, I, I can't even understand that one. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure they sent it out to a jobber, and the jobber was probably processing toothbrush orders for some other company, and somehow... So probably some pe- some to- poor chap ordering toothbrushes opens his toothbrush thing up. It's like, what the freak is this? What is this cardboard crap? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then uh, vice versa. The guy expecting his magic cards gets toothbrushes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! So. Well, it's probably better for your health than the magic cards, anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> if they were gonna go That's that route, should uh, send the deodorant as well. <laughs> a little little care package. <laughs> here's your W. Here's your WPN uh, Wizards Play Network. Care package. It's got uh, <laughs> mint mint gum, <laughs> a, uh, a a stick of deodorant, and uh, antibacterial soap. We, we got the special promo toothbrush with, <laughs> with Jace on it. <laughs> Jace <the> tooth sculptor. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh man, that reminds me of an unrelated kind of story, not even magic related at all. I was reading a story today talking about poor quality control, and uh, this was a uh, <laughs> exactly like uh, this involved uh, Walmart, and uh, a woman had gone to Walmart and she put in an order for birthday cake for her three-year-old, soon to be three-year-old. And when she was, uh, you know, having when that uh, when she was pregnant and everything, she would uh, kind of as a pet name or whatever warmly call her her child. I think even when the child was born, uh, lizard as a as a pet. My my little lizard. Uh, <laughs> so that's oh, what boy. she called it, the little nickname. 
So she wanted the cake to say, happy birthday, lizard. Well, she went and picked up the cake, paid for it, didn't even really look at the cake, brought it home, opened up the, the box or whatever, and the cake said, happy birthday, loser. <laughs> so, like, obviously there was a breakdown in the communication. That's awesome. awesome. So this poor little three-year-old had a, a birthday cake that didn't say happy birthday, lizard. It said happy birthday, loser. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Although, in all honesty, the three-year-old doesn't care, nor will the they. Three-year-old, ever. yeah, probably doesn't care a whole lot, but... It actually kind of makes for a funny story, too. You know, you'd be taking pictures with the loser cake. It's like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, you know, you don't even think, like, well, I got this order to make a cake. Loser doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, now you're trying to think, you're trying to imagine they're being paid to think. That's so, true. That's true. You know, I would, yeah, that's a very unsafe assumption I, on your part. I know. No, no quality <laughs> control here. Well, no, no. Lizard, oh, lizard, no. close enough. Put lizard down. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would Walmart's quality control over wizards probably any day. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Only, only because they're they probably have some system in place to typically catch problems. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but uh, just because the size of their organization would require such things. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they got to do it. My goodness. Oh, that's funny. Oh, oh Do you have anything else? Any no, other? Uh, no, it's, uh, that's about all I've got for the week myself. Yeah, I got. I guess two other just little little things. Um, let's see. First off, uh, oh, you know, usually we talk about buy and sell. You know, the market's been kind of quiet at the moment, at least in terms of the sell market. Uh, you know, watching prices and things at the moment, there's been really no significant changes. Um, you know, there's been some minor upticks on some little things, you know, the elementals are, are still the rage at the moment, which I will say I did actually play against an elemental deck the other day with that freaking, um, what is it? Risen Reef. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And man, that thing was rapetastic. Broken. Yeah, that thing like is so, crazy. Yeah. Thing is a little too good. Way too good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so no real big news and, and things to sell. Uh we'll have more of a more coverage of things to to buy maybe probably next week here. Uh but don't worry, don't don't really um you're not missing don't, anything don't as fret. well. Yeah, we we, when we when we hit you with the recommendations, they're 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 vetted thoroughly. So you know you want to you want to get the pr- cream of the crop. And absolutely, we're not going to bother with a dollar increase here or there. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really not worthwhile. And and you know uh, to to our and one last thing to our point at the very beginning about the contest, I would like to to give a quick shout out uh, to Joshua Walters. Who did put in a an entry for our contest? The first person here. Oh. So good going, Joshua Walters. Uh, you're in, and we will be keeping you in mind. And we encourage everybody else to to hop on in here too. Uh, and uh, you know, let's uh, make a make a game of it here. Let's uh, you know. Yeah, very good, go. very good. So keep it coming. Very good. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's going to close it down for this week. We will catch you guys uh, same same time, same bat channel next week, and uh, 
Until then, may all your picks be profitable. Have a great one. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy your toothbrushes. (laughs) (laughs) Oral hygiene matters. Yes. (laughs) Plus daily. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.